This is Christian Peter. I'm sorry, but the stories I have about Charlie are not appropriate for the public. The right case of the Mondays. It's Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride on Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Tower 2. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. And uh, some news right now on three nationally reporting that there is a late push for Nebraska and for Dylan Riola. One late flip, one last push to uh, to see if that door is shut, locked, wide open. I'm I'm unsure, Elijah. The Dylan Riola late push by Nebraska. Some thoughts on that. We welcome in Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride, a Monday with Charlie. Coach, it's all sorts of wild and crazy here right before the early sign-in day and, of course, the uh, the portal sign-in day. How was your weekend? How are you doing? No, I'm feeling good. Weekend was lousy. Weather was, was bad, and... Uh, What's funny around here is, is the, the guy that picks up the leaves around our place, the poor guy, you can't even get down the street. There's so many of them because of the the snow. And, they, you know, they finally dried out enough to be able to pick them up and get them out of here. So we, we're, we're struggling, but we're having, we're having fun. The, the weather isn't out of sight as far as temperature. Well, it's it's the anyway, December the football. Back there? <laughs> we're we're at we're at fifty degrees, but the temp uh, feels better than that. If you ask Nebraska fans, because of of how things are moving this off season with football and NIL, and I want to get your take on just kind of what you saw from from Kyle McCord, the, the Ohio State quarterback how efficient he was, how well he performed, the talent he had around him, and the reality of where he's been, a guy that worked hard, finally won a job as a junior. That's different. That's not always the case. Usually kids transfer much sooner than that that at the quarterback spot. But I want to get your your opinion on just what, what stability could look like with Nebraska's offense and a quarterback like Kyle McCord? Well, with, with a quarterback like that, um, I think his accuracy is pretty good. And I, I know he had, uh, you know, a couple interceptions here and there. But, you know, the guys, that's his first chance to really play. And, um, you know, and I, I sometimes when it's not a, it doesn't throw a big flag up, it's just, you know, he he made a couple of maybe bad throws or something, and you know, in Ohio State, you can't. Uh, it's, it, it's a little bit like when you're really winning all the time. If they catch a ball, fire the uh, secondary coach or fire the defensive coach, or you know, yeah, that goes. The better you are, the more complaints you're going to get because it's you know. Uh, but he is not a fumbler that I know of, and. I know one of the simple things, you know, I I didn't know a whole lot about quarterbacks. I mean, as far as uh, recruiting, mm-hmm. and I know when I I said to Tom, I said, Coach, what what kind of quarterback are we looking for? You know, we were running some option and stuff like that, 
and he said, we're looking for a run first, throw second. He said, you're going to hear a lot of that talk about run first, or run pass first, throw second. And that kind of tells you what kind of offense people run anyway, so you want to be careful how loud you're saying it. Um, and but but we we he was more concerned. I think when you look at it, we were probably last in the league in passing in general and first in touchdown passes. Sure, and so uh, people don't look at it, you know. And so the one thing you want to remember about a running quarterback, if you do run some option, that changes their whole. They can't practice on the stuff they do best because they got to get ready to play option football, mm. and that's a problem. I mean, I've been through that trick before with Oklahoma when I first came here. You know, if you think you're going to get ready in one week to play an option football team, you're you're crazy, and it isn't going to happen. So, you know, that's that's just part of it. I I think you got you know the thing that that's scary about the whole thing is I think he's you know, probably as good a quarterback as you're going to find. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think he's got some experience now. Uh, the one thing that, you know, usually they come in and they want to know who the receivers are and, you know, things like that. Now, I can tell you right now that the receivers at Ohio State have the judges machine going, and they're probably in there a couple hours to three hours a day just themselves in there catching beat balls and different kinds of stuff that the coach has gotten them, you know, ready to, to, to roll. And, uh, you know, and, and to me, when you have, uh, when, when you have, uh, uh, of course they got a bowl game, but if you, if you, go, if you take it in the off season or anything, you're going to find out that it's, it's crazy back there. Those guys are throwing, deep balls and you know for example they'll throw a deep ball it's a it's you know it's a deep ball and then they'll throw one that's behind you and you have to turn your body and do all kinds of stuff and they'll run that over and over and over and over again so that they just get used to doing it and and that's why you're going to find out there's some great receivers you know they have you know because of the way they work at it plus he may be the best receiver coach in the country and uh that's that's the other thing and so you're going to run up against some experienced guys uh way more experienced coaching staff uh, at ohio state than you have you know at nebraska right now and uh so you know those are some things you got to take into consideration the quarterback's going to look at the offensive line He's going to look at the receivers, and I think we got good young receivers. But you know, it's um, crazy when you, you know, you start looking at all this stuff. You know, you can get uh, go brain dead on some of it, and and it turns out you end up is probably not right. <laughs> you know, and so so it's you know, and I don't know. Let me let me just say this: put yourself. In the two, basically, two quarterbacks that we do have left, I mean, here that are, you know, people are always talking about, you keep hearing this information and keep hearing this about this guy and that guy, you're starting to say, hey, wait a second, you know, here I go again, we're going to go through this stuff again, maybe I ought to take a hike. And your attitude, number one, you aren't going to get 
two guys that are going to just run down the street to get there. Uh, there's just no way. God didn't make us that way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and so you've got some problems uh, a little bit with the team. Um, what what do they think? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and stuff like that. And so there's a whole lot of things that come into play. And, of course, you know, I, I think the one thing you can do is, you know, I, I always ask Tom questions about the offensively, and it sometimes, you know, it's so um, straightforward that maybe you can tell there's some secrets still that come, aren't coming out. Charlie McBride's with us here on Hale Varsity. Charlie, the late news that's breaking in here within the past five minutes, Steve Wiltfong, the director of recruiting for 24-7, has flipped his prediction on one of the top players in the country, Dylan Riola. He's now flipped him to, I think he's going to become a Nebraska Cornhusker. I want to get your thoughts. Who knows how much legs this story truly has, but there's been a lot of momentum within the past 15 minutes. Seems that where there is smoke, there is fire. If Nebraska yeah. could lock down a guy like Dylan Riola and get him to flip just for the early signing date, does that change your opinion on Nebraska's transfer portal target and policy at the quarterback position? Well, I don't know that he's 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 kind of a drop back guy too. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that much about him anymore. I I do know one thing. I do know all those coaches out there that had him, and. Uh, and uh, just got to be careful, uh, and because uh, kind of like one of those things, uh, you know, don't yell at me. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Riola, you know, and stuff like that. And so you got to really be careful with young guys, you know, when you get them. And it's not like, hey, oh, hey, come in, he'll fit right in, and he'll do this and that. Uh, I'd say that the kids from Oak, you know, that right now, what I saw on television, I saw one game, I saw 10 plays, and he wasn't in the game, but they brought him in to throw the deep ball. And I don't know how long he was out of the game, but I know he wasn't at the time the starting quarterback at the, on that Georgia team that he's playing for. And there may be some changes there, and they're thinking, um, but they put him in to throw the alley you know, or the, I mean, the deep ball for the, uh, the last play of the game, and it, of course it didn't didn't work. But you know, it, it got there, and uh, so there's a there's a whole lot of things you better check on. You know, it, it just don't say hey, without without checking with their coaches, without checking the coach at Pinnacle, and all of those guys. If you just think it's because his brother played there and all this played at Nebraska, mm-hmm. you know you're you know, and then and then what's it going to cost you? We've spent a lot of money already, and you're talking about playing a guy that you know that end up maybe in another second teamer, you know, and you're paying him all this kind of cash, so. You better be sure, and, and that's where these younger guys say, hey, if they're paying this much money to get this guy in here, he's, it's like pro ball. The man, that they, the man, the man in the white suit is going to say, I want this guy to play. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know. You're talking Godfather and, too? <laughs> yeah. 
because we're paying them all this, so we got to get them on the field, and that's the way it is. And and so that's the way we're getting. We're getting that way. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I I hate to see Jeff leave because I really think he's better than a lot of people have given him credit for. And uh, um, I like his – I like his – Kind of like his attitude a little bit because he's matured a little bit, and I I, I thought hey, maybe he'd come into his own. But the one kid that's there, uh, both of those kids can run with a football, and and uh, they both got the things that you're looking for. And if you're going to have any kind of an offense in nowadays, they have the quarterback running the football and some stuff. You know, if you want to know about that, look at the, you want to look at pro ball. Look at the Bears. That guy's running the ball about every other play. Yeah, I wanted to to ask you that, Coach Charlie McBride, with this coach, and we'll wind down this way. What's the the best balance? Right? Is is it to have a guy that is throw first, that is mobile enough to scramble like a Mahomes, like a Fields? Oh but, yeah. But, but oh. is that the dream set up for Nebraska's offense? I don't know what um, – you know, I, I I listened to a coach talk one time, and uh, he was a, a, a very successful coach, and he said, we stamp, we stamp everything we do. And I, I asked him, what do, you, what do you mean? He said, well, we, we actually go around in the, in the office and say, what do you think about this? And, if, you know, we get a vote. We stamp it of approval. And a lot of times, you know, as a, as a, if if you're going to go with a coordinator, then you better get his guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, win or lose, you know, it's it's you know, if he's doing something he doesn't want to do, then then you have a problem. But I think for us to be a great football team, we have a good defense, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Our back end is not very good. If you, you try to compare it with all the things that Iowa's done, and they're done with their secondary, they score touchdowns, they intercept passes, they do, they're all over the place. But we don't get that kind of turnover ratio, you know, and so there's a lot of things that we've got to really work on on, on, on defense, really work on. And, um, because I know that we 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 spent hours and hours talking about this kind of stuff and and trying to get our our kids to do the same thing. Because when one year we started out that way, the next year we started out. Tom came to me and said, "You know, you guys are going to have to really play well because our offense isn't ready yet." And sure enough, we had two interceptions in the first game for touchdowns. <laughs> and the guy that caught it couldn't catch. If you threw a ball to him right now, he'd drop it. And he caught both of them. And I'm on the sideline going like, <laughs> you know, I couldn't believe it. Neither could I out of the other coaches. And he had bad hands. His mother didn't <laughs> buy him any toys when he was little. <laughs> you know. Charlie McBride's with us. Coach, we'll keep you up to date on the portal and the, the recruiting run and always love spending time with you. Thanks for, for checking in with us today. 
Save your money, will you? <laughs> it's her money. You know that. It's her money. So, Coach, you take care, all right? You got that one right. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. See ya. I'll talk to you next week. Bye now. I love uh, Coach Charlie. <laughs> His mom didn't buy him any toys as a kid. That's why his hands were bad. <laughs> we have all sorts of news. What is the latest on, yes, Dylan Riola? Three quarterbacks for Nebraska? We'll tell you more on the way with Hale Varsity.